Good morning again. How many guys are glad you came to church this morning? Come on, wasn't worship incredible this morning? Just a sweet presence of the Lord in this place. We're so glad to have each and every one of you guys with us this morning. We are in our fifth and final week of our October series, which we've titled What's Next, right? We've kind of dedicated this whole month to looking at, number one, what's next for us personally? What does God have for each and every one of our lives, and how has he designed us and wired us? And, and now, number two, uh, we've also been saying, you know, Lord, what do you have for us corporately as a church, right? We're in a very exciting, unique season as we're about to transition into a new spot. And so today we're going to really focus on that what's next for us as a live. But before we do that, uh, how many of you guys have joined us at least for one week of this series? Let me just see a show of hands there. Awesome. If, if There's been a lot of weeks. And so if you've missed anything, real quick, we just want to kind of catch you guys up to speed of every everything we've covered. We've covered a lot of ground this series. And I, play, I pray it's been beneficial. We pray that it's been helpful. We pray that it, God has really been doing a work on the inside. Just, Lord, what am I called to do and what am I doing? But if you missed any of it, week one, we focused all about growth. How many of you guys know that God is calling us to grow. We looked at how Jesus lived life. In Luke 2:52, it says, And Jesus grew in wisdom and in stature and in favor with God and man. And so we're like, hey, if Jesus grew with the Lord in many different ways, aren't we supposed to grow in our walk, in our faith, and in all the different areas that he's called us to as well, right? Yes, so good. And then week two, we talked about how there is a reason why we exist. There's a reason why we're on earth in 2022 in Livingston County, Michigan. God has a purpose for each and every one of us. And we took a look at Ephesians 1, 17 through 19, which is a, a scriptural prayer of purpose. And we prayed this out. We taught this out. It says in Ephesians 1, 17 through 19, and I ask, I ask God, our master, Jesus Christ, the God of glory, to make us intelligent in discerning and knowing him personally, that we would have a personal relationship with Jesus. God, help us to know you personally, that our eyes would be focused and clear so that we can see exactly what he's calling us to do that we would be able to grasp the immensity of this glorious way of life that he has for his followers. Oh, the utter extravagance of his work in us who trust him. Endless energy, boundless strength. And then week three, we talked about that last part of the scripture, talked about how we got we, we to gotta trust God. Yeah. He's going to reveal to us what he's calling us to do, but it's going to involve an element of trust, whatever it is. And sometimes when God reveals to us maybe a purpose or a calling in a season, sometimes we can be like, really, God, that's what you want me to do? And sometimes we can feel like it's insignificant, like it's not a big deal. And we took a look at the life of her, a man from the Old Testament, that maybe his role didn't look super significant, but it made all the difference. We talked about how even when what we're called to do doesn't seem exciting, it's still significant. Even when no one praises it, it's still significant. Even when the fruit of what God's calling us to do doesn't come in our lifetime, it's still significant. Amen. And then last week, if how many of you guys were here last week or uh, tuned in last week? Work that purpose, right? We got a little challenge from the Lord, right? First Peter 4.10, we looked at that scripture where it says, God has given each of you a gift from his great variety of spiritual gifts. Use them well to serve one another, right? And we just looked at this whole concept that, man, our purpose will pull us towards people. Amen? Like when we when we walking in our purpose, our purpose will be connected to others because that's how God rolls, right? We also looked in John 21 at the dialogue between Peter and Jesus, right? Right before Jesus ascended to heaven and when Jesus restores him and basically Jesus comes to Peter and says, 
if you love me, get involved in other people's lives. Use the gift that I've given you, right? And we just, this whole concept of, man, it's, it's really fun. The purpose of life is really to discover your gifts, but life really comes alive. Life really takes meaning when we learn to give our gifts away, right? And so that's what we talked about last week. So good. And if you guys didn't know, all of our messages are on YouTube and on the podcast. And so um, Sunday mornings build on each other. And so if you ever, for whatever reason, can't come on a Sunday morning, make sure you tune in online or you watch the podcast or the YouTube later to, to keep up with what God's doing with us collectively and what the, the message of the Lord is for us collectively as a church. But man, we've loved this What's Next series and <clears throat> so many opportunities for us to grow individually. We've talked a lot, mostly the whole series about God, what's next for me individually? What's next for you individually? And we sprinkled in little little things about what's next for us collectively. But there's something so special about the church. Um, you know, the church is what we what God calls us to do collectively as a church is is greater than any one of us could do individually. You know, we can all minister to our neighbor, we can all minister to the individuals in our life. But when we collectively gather around the vision that God has for his house, the impact that we can have is exponential. And so this morning we're going to lean into God, what's next for us as a community? God, what what are you calling us to do big picture long term, but what are you calling us to do specifically in this next year? What is your vision for us collectively? Because what we can accomplish for the kingdom together is so much greater than what we could do individually. We all do our part individually, but when we all do our part individually together, it makes an explosive force for God. It makes an imp- um, exponential impact. Man. And so we're here today, Vision Sunday, right? Yeah. So this last week, we're kind of hijacking Eric and I are both up here. We love uh, to share vision of what God is giving for this house. And so we think vision is really important, isn't it? It is. It's pretty important, right? <laughs> yes. Yeah. You took where I was supposed to talk. Hey, I'm just helping. Just <laughs> yeah. help. I'm just, just here to help. Um, yeah. So so vision. God says a lot about vision in Proverbs 29, 18. Scripture says, where there's no vision, the people perish. We all need to have individual vision for our life. We talked about that throughout the series. But we need to have vision collectively as a church. Where there's no vision, people perish. Um, but where revelation is vibrant, you know, we can run with it. We can it. run with it when we can see it, right? God, if you look through the scriptures, God has this habit or this nature of sometimes showing his people something before they ever walk in it, right? He comes to Abraham in Genesis. He says, I dare you to look up and try if you can even count all the stars in the sky, which is impossible, right? He says, that will be the number of your descendants. And this is meanwhile, while Abraham and his wife Sarah are barren, and they don't have any heir to the promise and no son yet, right? See it first before you walk in it. Then as God's about to move his people out of the slavery of Egypt and into the promised land, the place that he had called them to, right? He comes to Moses, and he tells him to send 12 spies into that land to spy it out, to check it out, right? And a lot of us are familiar with that story, right? Ten of them come back with a bad report or a negative report in fear that they don't think they can do it. Joshua and Caleb, the two spies by Joshua and Caleb, they come back with a good report, right? And so the same is true for Alive. Man, we're, we're in a season right now where God's gonna about to transition us into something even greater, right? Into our promised land or our promised property, so to speak, that we are in contract on, that we own, that, uh, that, that we, we're making renovations to, that we're praying and preparing for, right? And uh, he's gonna give us an opportunity to minister to our community for generations to come. 
but he shows us some stuff ahead of time, right? It was, it was only seven months ago. Many of you guys were with us for our Can You See It event. You guys remember that? Those of you guys that were over there, we, we invited everybody over to come check out the new space. At that time, we were just in contract. We did not close yet. We did not own it, but we were like, hey, what could uh, it look like? We went over there and we walked the building and we saw with the eye of faith how God could use that space to reach many more people for Jesus, amen? And so a lot of times God will show us the vision first, and then he calls us to walk it out together, amen? Yes, we're taking a look at, at vision again, like, God, what are you calling us to do? Let's take a look again at, at the land, but not just the land. Yeah. The, the land is a metaphor for all that God has for us in this new season. And so um, early on here, we're going to talk about some broad stroke vision, and then we're going to get into some specifics of specifically some new things um, that are going to be outworked in the vision in this new season. And as we're talking about vision, we hope you guys are asking the question, okay, God, if you've called me here, if you've planted me here, then where am I in this story? Yeah, God, where am I in the vision of Alive and, and how can I multiply it by using my gifts for the kingdom? Um, and so in this series, we talked about why do we exist, having a mission statement for ourselves. As a reminder, there's a reason why we exist as Alive. We have a mission statement. There's a, a reason that we exist. And the reason that Alive Family Church exists is to help people know God personally and live for him passionately. Helping people know God personally. This isn't about a religion or doing religious things. This is about knowing our God personally. Um, a scripture we've gone to many times is in John 17, 3, where it says, And this is eternal life, that we might know you, the only true God, and Jesus Christ, whom you have sent. God knows us. He knows the number of hairs on our head. He loves us. And we have to receive that, right? But the crazy thing is, is that we can know God. He knows us, but he wants us to know him, to know his personality, to know what he likes, to know what he doesn't like, to know his voice. And so as a body, we are all growing in our knowledge of knowing God personally, but we're here to help other people know God personally as well. And then not only that, but then to live for him passionately. We love this scripture in Mark 3:14 that we went to earlier on in the series, talking about when Jesus chose his 12 disciples. It says, and then he, Jesus appointed the 12 disciples that they might be with him first and foremost, that they might know him, that he might know them, that they might be in relationship. He chose them first and foremost that they might know him, be with him, and then that he might send them out to preach. And so we see this in scripture, that we would know God personally, that we would be in relationship with him, but then that we would be sent out, that we would be co-laborers with Christ, that we would um, serve in his kingdom, that we would preach the gospel. So yeah, in just a minute, we're going to talk about the specifics right. of what this all looks like, but we have a mission and then we also have a vision. Yeah. So our mission is why we exist. Our, our vision is what do we see? What do we see? We hopefully are walking in some of these things as we are as a church, but these are also things that have yet to be fully realized yet. And a vision, a vision that you can already accomplish before you even have to try anything isn't really a good God honoring vision. Amen. How many of you guys know that God will call you to things that you do not feel comfortable to? God will call you to things that sometimes aren't always easy, but they're going to uh, cause us to rely on him to walk it out. And so our vision here at Alive is simple. We see a large family church that is alive, right? We see a friendly gathering place for people to get to know Jesus, a, a loving family for people to grow in the Lord. And this last one, a passionate movement of empowered believers serving 
their generation well, right? When the church launched, we, we had this vision statement, right? And, and this was a statement of faith, right? None of this existed. <laughs> the church barely existed, but this was what God had saw and called us to. The really cool thing is a lot of this has already started over the last five years to come to pass, and we're starting to see some good growth in this area of our lives and as a church, right? Because our church has a lifespan too. We're five years old. We, we just turned five this past September, and the expression of this vision continues to unfold, right? It's not done yet. We haven't, we haven't hit the mark yet. There's still more in this as we lean into this. There's more people. There's more marriages. There's more families. There's more lives. There's more breakthrough. There's more gifts. There's more spiritual impartation that must happen in this community for us to fulfill God's vision for alive. And so we're going to kind of focus in on that last part of the vision here, though, for a second, a passionate movement of empowered believers serving their generation well. We love this. And in Acts chapter 13, verse 36, it says, For David, after he had served his own generation by the will of God, fell asleep and was buried with his fathers. We love that. David served his generation well. How many of you guys know God has called us to serve the generation that we're in well with the gifts that he has given us? And so we're going to lean into more of that. Yeah, man, we love that. And um, in this coming year... Um, and it, moving into the new building and the new, this new season that God has for us, this is an emphasis, this last part of, of the vision. Um, and specifically, a, a big part of the vision for this next season is generations, this next generation, and outreach is a main focus of this next season. And really, if you guys have been a part of Alive for a while. You know, we had a couple years at Scranton set up teardown when we launched, then COVID hit. We've been in this building now for over two years, which is crazy. Um, and we rent this building. And, and really, since we've been in this building, we have really had a, a high emphasis on strengthening the core of the church. We haven't done a ton of outreach. It's been a rebuilding season, a strengthening of the core post-COVID after being online only for seven months after COVID. And we've really focused on growing the believer and, and setting up rhythms to really be strong internally. Um, and many, some of you guys know we potentially, we tried to purchase this building just honestly, because we were desperate for a building. We had just been without a building for seven months and we were like, we're renting this building. We need to own it because we don't ever want to get kicked out again. We need security here. We tried to buy it twice. By, I think <laughs> but God closed the door and, and yep. he was protecting us because he has something different for us. Amen. Amen. Um, but I remember being frustrated one day and I was, I parked out front, was walking in, um, to work midweek and just the deal hadn't gone through on purchasing this building and I was frustrated. I was like, Lord, what's going on? And he spoke to my heart and he said, Erica, this season is an incubator season. This building is an incubator season. And, and it spoke to me that this is a season of strengthening. This is a season of rebuilding. This is a season of getting to a place of strength for then a coming season of outreach. And that coming season is now. Um, and so we're so excited about that. Um, and, you know, we've, we've had Sunday nights of prayer and worship here. We have our basics rhythm, our, our crews, our small groups are, grow, are growing. But as you guys know, we're a both and church. We want to both reach those that are far from the Lord and disciple the believers. And so we are not interested in moving to this new building and having a bless me club. Us four no more and not, and not reaching the lost because there's over 60% of our community that's far from the Lord that doesn't know Jesus personally and Jesus says that he'd leave the 99 yeah. he'd leave the 99 to yeah. go get the one 
that was lost. And guys, we're so passionate about that. We're so passionate about reaching out to the lost and reaching those that are far from the Lord. Um, and so we're amping up, man, we're going to a new territory. We're going to a new place that the Lord has for us. And we really feel like it's a, a wide open door um, of ministry in front of us to impact even more families, to impact more children, to impact more youth in this new season. Yeah, it's, I love that, that wide open door. A great opportunities before us. Our hearts really echo and resonate with the Apostle Paul spoke in 1 Corinthians 16, 9. Well, I want to read it out of the Amplified Version. He said, for a wide door of opportunity for effectual service has opened to me. And they're, and they're a great and promising one, right? So we have a wide door that's opening up to us simply because we're going to move from one location to another location, be able to relaunch and, and re-express ourselves to the community, right? And, and more room too, right? And yeah, so, like three times like, the space. Like three times the space. And so we really see there's, there's like three big doors or three big ministry opportunities coming up in this next season in, in 2023. Uh, three different outreach events specifically uh, for young families, for kids, for youth, and some of the generations here. And as you guys know, we're a multi-generational church, right? We have, I love it. We, we have from birth to death and all the way in between, right? We've got every generation, every stage. I love the eclectic group that God has assembled here as his body. It's a beautiful. I think it's a great representation of his body. But the main thrust of our outreach energies and focuses in this next season are going to be for the generations, right? And this next generation specifically, right? I don't know if you guys know, but like Erica just mentioned, uh, the reason why we even felt like the Lord led us back here to start a life family church was simply 62% of Livingston County does not know Jesus personally. And that bugs us. And that should bug you, right? If we're, we're passionate about our neighbors, our coworkers, our family, our friends, man, Jesus loves everybody. Jesus died for everybody, he died for people, families, children, all the generations. And so in this new season, we're going to lean into this wide door of opportunity. There's going to be more outreach than maybe we've been used to lately because now we've got our outposts, we've got our home, we've got anchors, we've got roots. Now it's time to go out and be the church and be very aggressive about helping people come to know Jesus personally and to live for him passionately, right? Yeah, for sure. Man, we're so burdened for this next generation, you know, elementary age kids and youth and this next generation that's growing up. It's the future of the church. Yeah. And so we're so passionate about reaching them. So just a couple of things. You guys are going to be hearing a lot more about these in the coming months and in the coming year. But, you know, sometimes coming to church on a Sunday morning, we've got friends that we want to invite to church and all of that, which is awesome. We're going to talk about that at the end. But sometimes... For someone that's far from the Lord or that's never been to church, coming on a Sunday morning is like too far of a leap. There, there needs to be some kind of relationship with the church before they come out on a Sunday morning. So we're going to talk about some of those outreach type event services to reach out to the community, make it easier for those who are far from the Lord. And there are these, I'll mention them real quick and then we'll talk about them. Um, so three upcoming generation outreaches that are coming this year. Um, the first one is a monthly Friday night youth outreach event in the gym. We are so excited about this. We're going to talk about it more. Um, another one is Easter egg hunt, <clears throat> community-wide Easter egg hunt, the Saturday before Easter, the day before Easter. And then the last one, a kids summer camp, like a one-day VBS coming this summer. Some really awesome outreach rhythms that are brand new. We're so excited about. Um, so first is the um, monthly Friday night youth outreach event. We, the Alive Youth is growing and doing awesome. We've got Alive Youth every Sunday morning, which is amazing. Right now they do monthly gathering, like social gatherings. Um, in this new season, the gym is a, is a great asset to the new building. 
We're going to have big hype youth outreach events with music and games and in a little presentation of the gospel, but a, a super easy invite to our middle school students and our high school students to invite their friends to church. Hey, what are you doing Friday night? Come out, my church is throwing a party, basically, and get is, and, and reach this next generation. And so we're so excited for that rhythm on a monthly basis at the gym to have an outreach to this next generation, to have a space that the youth can invite their friends to hear the gospel, have fun, eat pizza, play games, Dang. be goofy. Can I come to these? But, Am I invited? I don't know. You'll have to that? ask that Ella. Sounds, that sounds fun. <laughs> no, um, can't come. And then also back at the Scranton Days, we would always do an Easter egg hunt on Sunday mornings in conjunction with our services. Every young family is looking for a free Easter egg hunt to go to at Easter time. And so we're going to have grand opening kind of around Easter, a little bit before Easter. At the new building, we're going to do a large church-wide Easter egg hunt that day before Easter, that Saturday morning before Easter, as an outreach to the community. Get people, you know, sometimes it's just more comfortable, easy to go to church because you walk through the building for Easter egg hunt. Hey, maybe I'm not going to go there on Sunday morning, but I'll come for the Easter egg hunt. And, oh, wow, these people are actually normal, and this is cool. I could actually maybe see my family here. Yeah. Um, and so that will be something new coming up this year and then we're also so excited we've been wanting to do a, a vbs or a kids camp of sorts for a long time we're excited to launch that this summer um it will be towards it'll be either the second to last or last week of june this year we'll start off as it'll start off as a one full day kid camp and then grow from there for uh elementary like k through five and again, this is every young family is looking for some place to send their kids over the summer. And so it's a it's an amazing community outreach to reach this next generation. And it will be, you know, games and crafts and all the fun stuff that a summer camp has and a presentation of the gospel throughout it as well. So be looking out for that um, as well. I'm excited. Who's excited about some of the stuff for the kiddos? Come on, whether whether you have kids, whether kids are on the way, whether you have grandkids, whether you want to serve this next generation, there's going to be so many opportunities for us to help reach this next generation. Another wide and effective door that is open to us in this next season is just through the use, the proper use or an effectual use of our building and our new property, right? Specifically, the gym at the new building presents a lot of opportunity for outreach, right? And so if you've not been to our new facility yet, uh, why don't you guys show them what the gym currently looks like right now? You can put that picture up on the screen there for them. So here's a wide angle shot of the gym. They have it kind of set up uh, with some services in the corner there and whatnot. There's a space to the side of it. Yes, it is a carpet court. So that will work for a while, but uh, like 10 minutes, and then uh, then you'll have a carpet burn when you die for a basketball or volleyball, right? So we'll talk about that in a second and how we can help that out because here's what we do. Regardless, the space, it's 6,600 6, square feet of space. It's got bathrooms in here. It's got a full functional commercial kitchen with brand new appliances. We can feed people. We can host things in here. We can have outreach in here, youth nights, uh, banquets. Uh, people can all kinds of things. get married and, you know, all that you know, rental and have a party in this place. I mean, this space, the, the opportunities are endless. It's not, a lot of us see the gym and you've only seen this. And you're like, yeah, well, that's not as nice as you claim it because we're seeing something totally different. Show them the next picture uh, of what the gym should look like or will look like or something a little more cleaned up. And so our, in our heart of hearts, 
uh, we have a vision to redo the floor to a multi-purpose, uh, not a full hardwood, because we also might want to have services or overflow and chairs on that surface. And so a poly multi-surface that doesn't scratch with chairs and tables, uh, but is spring and helps athletes like actually take care of their body and their knees and it doesn't hurt to run on carpet. Uh, and so that would be something that we have in the future, right? Yes, it's vision. It's vision. You cast vision first, and then God works with vision, and then he has provision, right? <laughs> so, so we're just casting some vision, because if any of you have it on your heart that, yes. man, I need to dump $75,000 before the end of this year, you know, just for tax write-off, or you know somebody, my goodness, we know a great opportunity uh, to finish that floor up. That's what it'll yeah. cost. That's what we got quoted a few months ago for the poly floor. And, uh, yeah. and we're planning on painting the gym when we get in, even before, while the carpet's there. Uh, and, and get, kind of getting that yeah. space. There, there's a up. lot of things that we can do with the carpet floor. The youth nights are going to happen in there with the oh carpet gosh. floor. There's lots of things that we can do in there with the carpet floor. Basketball, volleyball, and yes, pickleball. Look at that. <laughs> Where the heck? Pickleball's pickleball. taking over the world. I know. I, I guarantee Jesus plays pickleball in heaven, right? But, are you guys but honestly, like, um, but honestly, when we re, when we are able to redo the floor, we've already had people asking us, "Hey, are you going to rent out that yes. gym space? Gym space is like coveted. There's never enough yeah. gym space oh, for yeah. local basketball teams volleyball and volleyball teams. teams and pickleball stuff and whatever else people want to do. And so, and we're excited for that. We we see this as so many uses for ministry and also for outreach and potentially a revenue producer revenue to be able to have yeah. local um, leagues run out the space, get them comfortable coming in and out of the building on the property um, to then come out later for service or ministry Amen. that we provide. Amen. Um, we also have a lot more space in the actual building, the elementary room, if you guys remember, um, it is a large room that will be used for elementary on Sunday morning, but also multi-purpose for other basics classes and other things throughout the week. And we're excited to use the, the church space in, in more ways as well. We already have a connection with someone in the church that um, is planning to do AA meetings at the new building midweek in that elementary space, which we're so excited to provide space for people to be coming in midweek um, to get help in that area. Um, eventually, probably not right away, but eventually we, we'd love to open up the, the lobby. The lobby space will be renovated and really nice. We'd love to open up the lobby space at least one day every week for people who work remotely to come in and have a workspace in the lobby midweek, but also have the sanctuary open that they could take their lunch break and pray during lunch break and have free coffee and, and different things like that. So we're excited for all of the, the uses of outreach and ministry that this new building provides. And then there's another opportunity just with the undeveloped land. For the guys that aren't familiar, uh, about four, four and a half acres are developed with the parking lot, the building, the gym, the parsonage, the land. But back uh, in the back 40, <laughs> uh, there's five undeveloped acres of land that we own. We own nine acres total, and only about four and a half is developed and usable right now. Uh, but if you guys want to show that picture for them, just so you guys get a glimpse of what we have there. So as you can see, the front part, that front like little square, uh, to the left there, that's kind of our functional property right now. That big strip of land back there is completely undeveloped. And so there is just endless potential with five acres of land. Come on, somebody, right? And so there's expansion. We would love to have, man, 
walking trails or running trails, uh, outdoor uh, kids park, free park, like natural playscape uh, type feel, an outdoor wedding venue cut in the middle of the woods with trees surrounding all of that. There's so much vision back there that we have. And so we're really, really excited. Uh, entry on Heine. And, and she, and eventually cutting in an entry on Heine to get to all the church properties and all of that, just a, two ways in and out of the church. And so we're really excited. The, the potential's endless with that. And so we're just excited, like see it, right? Vision is seeing it first, right? And so hopefully you guys can begin to even already start to see yourself in this story, see yourself in these spaces, see yourself a part of these outreaches, right? Can you see your kids and your grandkids, right, coming to the egg hunt or, or a kids VBS or outreach, right, or summer camp or one of the youth Friday night events, right? Can you see yourself inviting your neighbors or your family members or friends to join you at some of these events, right? Can, can you see yourself having uh, uh, an opportunity to serve at kids camp and, and be a blessing to serve at the egg hunt, to, to serve at a Friday night youth event and, and have the gospel be preached? Hopefully you can see local athletes loving this space. Man, we're so glad that we can come in and do our personal workouts here, our team workouts here. This is awesome. We're so glad the church opened up this space. There's not gyms around here to do this, right? Can you see a live crews gathering in the gym for hangouts or pickleball or activities or birthday party rentals, all that kind of stuff, right? We hope you see yourself inviting your friends to this new space, amen? Because the building isn't just for us. The building that God blesses us is for others, Amen. Use your gifts and serve one another. Amen? Yeah, so exciting. And, you know, all of this is in addition to all the other things that we provide as a church. You know, we've got our small group rhythms and our Bible basics rhythms and our Sunday nights rhythms. Um, but, man, we're just so excited for all of the the new. Another new thing that's coming is just a fresh, um, again, the church has been five years old, a fresh sweep of the logo. Go ahead and show the new building rendering photo. Again, this is what the building is going to look like once all the renovations are done. It's already painted, but you can see the Alive logo on the front. That's the gist of what the new Alive logo is going to look like. You know, people around the community know Alive as Alive. Most people call us the Alive Church. They leave out the family church. We're, we're, we're keeping family in the name. Keeping family. Yeah. But a lot of times people just know, oh, hey, that's Alive, or I go to Alive. And so we're just sticking with Alive as the logo. You can go ahead and show the road sign. That's another version of... Um, the logo, if you've driven by, some, the landscaping looks different than this. They just redid some landscaping out front, which looks awesome. Um, and then go ahead and click through just some different variations of this new logo. Go ahead and click through some of them. Um, so, yeah, it's, it's, we're, we're saying goodbye to the A with the circle. Avengers A. Sorry. <laughs> oh, we Avengers! All have... No, sorry. We, we loved it. It served us well yes. for five years. I don't know if you guys know, styles change, culture change, all of that. And we're five years old. It's time for a haircut. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's time to freshen up a little bit. Yeah, so. Changing who we are or whatever. It's just, hey, it's a fresh expression. When we you see the logo, that. you see the name. It is see alive. We are And so alive. slowly we'll be um, trending out that A circle logo, and it will just be alive everywhere. Um, just make it easy to know who we are and where we are, which we're excited about. So new merch. Yep, new merch is coming, coming, more details What do I do on... with this old A shirt? Yeah, just cut off the sleeves and make it your, uh, yes. your uh, work in the garage shirt. You know what I'm saying? It'll be so, coveted, vent shirt. vintage Vintage, now. yeah, throwback, sell it yes. on eBay. Yeah, let's see. 
New we car, have new stickers, car stickers. Yeah, I know, know there's lots of new things that yeah, we we're need. Work, we're working on it, all right? So, um, so yeah, we're going to close out here in just a minute on what does all this mean. But for those of you that haven't heard the timeline of what does all this mean and where are we in this, yeah. um, so we're currently renting this building. Um, the previous owners are occupying the building through the end of December. And so right now we're doing some exterior renovations at the new property. Um, on January 1st, mark your calendar, January 1st will be our first day that we occupied the new building, Woo! which we're so excited about. We're not having, we still got to do interior renovations, but that night, the first night of the year, the first night that we own, like, can occupy the building, we're going to have a, a party over there, a party and pray. Party and pray. Go over there, have pizza, walk the property, pray, really have a special moment together in the property. Um, and then from that point on, we'll be able to start the interior renovations, painting and updates to the lobby and some of the kids' spaces. Um, and that will happen for a couple of months, January, February, into March a little bit. We're hoping to be able to have grand opening services at the end of March at the new building. And then a couple weeks later will be Easter stuff, the Easter egg hunt and another big service for Easter. So that's kind of the timeline that we're looking at. It's all kind of wet cement, though. So, wow, a lot of, lot of vision, a lot of stuff, a lot of details, a lot of updates. What, what does this mean for all of us? Well, we pray that uh, you guys are starting to see yourself in the story. And I pray that you guys caught God's heart today and are catching God's heart that, man, it's important for all of us to see the same thing. Amen? Because two visions is division, right? But one vision where, where we're unified, God commands his blessing. Like you can't stop it, right? So when we all see the same thing, we're all going in the same direction. There's just really, there's power on power, right? And and, and the other cool thing is this is a vision that can't be accomplished by one person or one or two couples or a few couples. This is going to take all of us being actively engaged and sold out to the vision and the mission. Amen. To, to serve at events, to, to give sacrifice, to make it come, across, come to pass, to do all of these things so that we can be what God has called us to be. Right. And so it, it's going to require all of us to take our next step. And if you haven't heard about your one next step here at Alive this month, then either you didn't show up or you intentionally didn't listen. But our one next step here at Alive is, wow, well done. Grow track. If you have not heard, we have an easy one next step for everybody. Whether you're like, I'm just scoping you out and I want to make sure this is a home church. Growth track, right? Hey, I want to learn more about how God has called me, wired me. What am I called to do? What are my gifts? What are my talents? Growth track. Hey, I want to be a part of that alive team. I want to. I want to serve. I want to be part of those events. I want to serve this next generation. Growth track and everything in between. Growth track will help walk you through that. And uh, it's a three-step process. The first two are online only. You could go home this afternoon and take step one and step two on your phone, on your couch, in your sweats. You know what I'm saying? And then step three is in person every third Sunday of the month. But we want to encourage everybody. If you have not started the growth track or you're stuck in the middle, keep finishing that thing because we believe God's going to use that to unify us to really reach out in a powerful way in this next season of ministry. Yes, yes. because we believe what Psalm 92, 13 through 14 says. It says, those who are planted in the house of the Lord shall flourish in the courts of our God. They shall bear fruit in old age and they shall be fresh and flourishing. Love that word, right? So it's going to take us being engaged. It's going to take us being planted, right? Planted in the house of the Lord, right? And when we do that, the Bible says that we would flourish. Our life would flourish. Our families would flourish. Our, our marriage would flourish, right? Our kids and, and the things that we're a part of can flourish when we are planted and engaged in the life of the church. And so growth track, 
is our next step. But we also want to kind of end here with a couple other practical ways. Look, how, how can we all help out in this? How can we be a part of the story that God is writing here at Alive? The first one I want to mention real quickly is the new building campaign. Just want to give an update here. We are eight months into the Welcome Home new building campaign. Many of you guys are participating in that, have been participating in that. We started that back in March. We still have eight more months to go of that. And so we realized that, man, over the summer, over even this fall, you might be new to the church. You're like, this is my church. I'm connecting with this. I'm excited about that new building. I'm excited to see my family growing up there. I'm excited to be a part of what God is doing. And so if you are not already in on the campaign, we encourage you, hey, there's room at the table. It's going to take all of us. And here's what we've been saying. Get seed in the ground. Amen? Because whatever a man or woman sows, you will also reap, right? And if you're believing for harvest in your life and your neighbor's life and your family member's life over there, get seed in the ground right now so that it has time to grow and produce a harvest. Yeah, when we launched the Welcome Home campaign, we talked about how um, Alive is here because, you know, five and a half, six years ago, there was a small group of people that put seed in the ground. They served and they gave to make this possible. And so we have an opportunity again to pay it forward. There's more families coming. There's more individuals coming. There's more youth and elementary and preschool age kids that we're going to be able to reach. And we're we want to be able to be a part of it. We want to get seed in the ground to be a part of it, to be able to, to not that we would say to anybody, but when we hear the testimonies three years from now of people that were impacted because we opened up a new location, that we can have satisfaction in our heart saying, I was a part of that. I helped serve to make that possible. I helped give to make that possible. Amen. And so we're all, for those of you guys that are already participating in the campaign, thank you guys so much for your sacrifice. And for your generosity, we ask you to just continue to fulfill those pledges if you still have remaining pledges due. For those of you that might be new to the church, you're like, hey, I, I could do something for the next eight months. Maybe I could do a little bit a monthly basis or a weekly basis or maybe year-end. I could do a one-time gift. You guys are, again, looking for opportunities for year-end giving tax-deductible gifts. The building fund would be a great opportunity to help see a lot of that renovation come across the finish line before we move in. Uh, and, and, man, May God be the glory on all of it. Amen. This is his deal. If he's called us to it, he'll see us through it. If he guides us to it, he'll provide for us. Amen. We believe that with every bit of our being. Amen. Yeah, because grand opening is March, but the campaign goes through. It goes all the way up until July 1st. So there's a a cash flow gap right here that we're just trusting the Lord on. We have all of it in pledges, but we need the work done by March, yet the the money won't be there until July. Does that make sense? So there's a little bit of a gap that we're just believing the God that every step of the way it will be there when it's needed amen yeah. and we'll see it through so amen and it God. will be and it will be and if more comes in then we'll get our gym earlier and then we'll do that gym thing you know what I'm <laughs> yeah. so let's go um also a new thing some of you guys have been like hey how can i buy something tangible for the new building a lot of the things that we have in this space are actually the ownership of the people that own this building um and so simple things like or like folding tables and food carts for the coffee, just simple things that we need to like make it home. Um, if you're interested, if you're like, I, I don't want to give money, I want to like buy something that every time I walk by it, I can say, I bought that. I know where it went. There's something called an Amazon Smile Charity List. Um, and so we've launched a new Amazon Charity List. And basically it's an Amazon wish list for nonprofits. And so if you buy something off of this list, it's a tax deductible gift 
um, come tax time. And so there's a link for this on the website. This will be up. And so there's all kinds of stuff on there, stuff for the gym and stuff for kids check-in and some tech stuff for the auditorium. And so if you're interested in buying a tangible thing or something that your heart is really excited about, that you're praying for, you're like, man, I want to buy the basketballs because I'm believing for some <laughs> athletes locally or whatever it might be. Um, you can access that on the website. Yeah, and you can go to the website, hit the Give tab, scroll down there, and you can get access right to the link. But the biggest thing of what's next is, man, let's all be prayerful. Yeah. Let's all be praying for this next season of opportunity that the Lord has for us. Let's all be considering who are we inviting in this new season? Who's God put on our heart? Who's our neighbors? Who's our family? Who's the people on our heart that we've been praying for? Let's really enter this next season full of prayer and full of anticipation and expectation for who we get to invite and who we get to participate in the life change in their life. Amen. So what's next? All of that and more, amen, because God does exceedingly, abundantly above all that we could ask or think. We see it, we got the vision, but how many of you guys know he's got the perfect plan? He's got it all planned out. He knows what it looks like, and, and he knows how we're going to do it and how we're going to step through it. And so we just trust him, and we do our part together, amen? We are better together, amen? May we see the vision. May we run. As God makes the vision clear, we can run now towards that vision, full tilt, knowing that, man, God is faithful, and he will do amazing, miraculous things in our midst. Do you guys believe that? In this next season, our best days are still ahead of us as a church, not behind us, amen? If you're new here, you're getting in at the real fun time, right? It's like buy low because, you know, stock's going to, you know what I'm saying? Like like this is the time to get in right now because it's about to get really, really fun. It already has been, but it's about to go to a whole nother level. Would you guys join us as we close in prayer today, just committing all of these things to the Lord? This is his church. This is his vision. This isn't our, this isn't our gig. We're just the lead pastors. We get to shepherd and, and steward it. But, man, this is from heaven. So may we commit our hearts and we commit our minds, commit our minds and commit our lives to the vision that God has downloaded. And may we run with endurance at it. Amen. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, we love you so much. Man, we thank you that we get to be a part of something so much bigger than ourselves. Lord God, we thank you that you've called us to reach our community for you. You've called us to sacrifice for those who have yet come into a personal relationship with you. For those that maybe know you but are floundering in their faith, not walking in the fullness of all that you have for them, that, Lord, that you would help us be a light to them and help them learn how to live for you passionately. Lord God, for all the outreach, Lord, as we've been in this incubator season, building and growing and aligning things for what you want to do, may you, like a slingshot, shoot us back and release us to outreach. To, to be the hands and feet, to be the church in our community, Lord, that we would be a church where if we didn't exist, our community would feel it in a negative way. They'd be like, where is that church that always shows up and does this and feeds these people and holds these events? Man, why are they not here? They were such a blessing. May we be a church that makes a difference, that makes an eternal impact in our community. And Father God, may we all do it together. May we realize that we all have a part to play to discover our gifts, to plant in the house of the Lord so that our lives could be flourishing, to, to use our God-given design and gifts to, to help further the kingdom of God, to make space for others that maybe were just like us when we walked through the doors, not really understanding who God was or having a personal, vibrant relationship with you, Father. May that all come and connect and collide 
vision, with provision, Lord God. We ask you for every dollar that's needed. We ask you for every human resource that's needed, all the strength and faith and grit to push through in this transition season, Lord God. We ask you for it in faith, and we receive it right now by faith, Lord God. We thank you that our best days are still ahead of us, Lord God, that we would run our race with endurance and not grow weary, but be excited about the harvest that we see. Ripe are the fields in our community for harvest, Lord God, and you've sent us as laborers to go. Lord, send us. We say yes, Lord. Send us. Lord, we pray this all in the powerful and precious name of Jesus Christ. Amen and amen. Somebody agree with that. Say amen. Amen. Praise God. It's exciting. Man, what we're a part of is so, so exciting. And hey, we never like to end a service without a personal invitation. Whether you're here in person or maybe you're joining us online this morning and you'd be honest, you say, I don't know if I have a personal relationship with Jesus. That is the foundation of all of this, right? I grew up for 18 years of my life and attended church, but I never knew I could have a personal relationship with Jesus. It was just religious things to make me feel morally better about myself than somebody else. But the Bible doesn't say that that gets you to heaven. Being better than your neighbor doesn't get you to heaven. Amen. Giving more money in the collection plate doesn't get you to heaven. The only thing that gets you and guarantees you of eternal life is a personal relationship with Jesus. And that was a revelation for me. And that was a marked moment in my life. And I remember when I first connected with that man, just the freshness, the vibrancy of my relationship. But man, God is real and he loves you and he loves me and he loves all of us. And he sent his one and only son that whoever would believe in him should not perish, but have eternal life. And so our part is to believe. God already did what he was going to do by sending his one and only son to make a way to the father. We simply confess with our mouth and believe with our heart, with everything we've got, that God is real and that we receive Jesus into our life. And that starts our new spiritual journey. So maybe you're here today and you've already been in on this, man. That's awesome. How many of you guys know God changes your life through a relationship through his son, Jesus? Amen. But maybe you're here today, you're online, you're like, you know what? I've been around church. I just never prayed a prayer of salvation. I didn't know you had to do that. I didn't know I had to confess with my mouth and believe in my heart. We want to help lead you through a simple prayer. And I'm not going to call you up. I'm not going to embarrass you. This is something we'll do as a family. We're a live family church. Amen. We're going to pray a very simple yet powerful family prayer. Would you guys bow your heads and close your eyes with us as we close today? If you're here today, both here in person or maybe you're tuning in online, and you would be honest and say, I don't know if I have a personal relationship with Jesus. I want to live for him passionately, but I need that personal relationship first. That's where it all starts. That's the starting block. Jesus is our cornerstone. If you're here today and you just want to be included in this prayer I'm about to pray, to receive Jesus maybe for the first time or maybe to rededicate. Maybe you grew up and you love the Lord, but it's been years and you haven't been walking and serving him. And today you need a line in the same moment. Man, I came to this service for a reason and God intersected me there. That's for you. Would you just slip up your hand so I know who I can pray for today? If that's, that's something you want to be a part of, praise God. I see those hands. You can put your hand down. And as, as I promised here, we're just going to pray this all together. So I want everybody, just repeat this from your heart and repeat this after me. Say, Heavenly Father, thank you for your son, Jesus. I receive him as my Lord, as my Savior. Jesus, come into my heart, change my life, and help me live a life that honors you. In Jesus' name I pray. Thanks for listening to this week's podcast. 
To further connect with us at Alive, visit us at alivefamily.church. And remember, people matter and Jesus is alive.